You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Show up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie, I got you. It's a Monday. It's a podcast. Your ass, Al. What's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, so this morning when I was coming in, as I was coming up uh, Hudson Street. Oh, don't tell me another issue with a biker and you almost no, no, got no. mugged again. Okay. But I think I saw the guy again. Oh, really? Yeah. On his, on his bike. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I remember his bike had these flashing lights mm-hmm. on it. Not that other bikers also don't have flashing lights, but again, we're talking about 4 a.m. Yes, routine. It was like 4.05. It was right around that time. Yeah. And I saw him where I saw him. And I go, okay. I want to see if this guy turns down the street that he beat my car up on. Right. He did not. Okay. Just kept going. Just kept going. Now, was he in front of you? Like, did you ever pass him? I did pass him. You did. And I looked out. He didn't look over. Like, okay. he was very focused on the road, but I'm pretty sure that was the guy. All right. So now I know where he is. I feel like throwing a, a stick through his spokes. Or a tire iron. Or a tire iron. <laughs> something. Just, <laughs> just right kidding. through his spokes. I'm just kidding. I think I'm doing a flip. Eh, you know what? Let it go now. I should just let it go, yes. right? Because otherwise, I'm going to get beat up. I'm going to actually get beat up. Or worse. Or worse. Right. Murder, Jerry. Let's for what? Not, let's not become a news story. Yeah, but I was actually looking to... I wanted to see if he was going to turn down that street. Because right, sure. then I would have thought he worked at UPS, which is right over there. And they have right. employees that start shifts at all hours like four we o'clock. do. Yeah, 4 o'clock shift. Usually 4 to 12, 12 to 8, <clears throat> 8 to 4. Yeah, so uh, does not work there. Because he was kept... I watched him because he had the light on his bike. He, he was all the way up Hudson. All right. But it is weird. Like, we've talked about this before and, like, the fact that what are the chances I see this biker again at that exact location? Very good. But how many times, like, I come in from an hour and 10 minutes away. Gio has talked about he comes in from, like, an hour and 15 minutes away. And sometimes you're at the at the red light with the same person yes, coming be- in from Long Island. It's Because we all have the same. Here's why. Our alarms go off at the same exact time every day. We have the same routine yeah. most days. And the lights probably time up the exact same way every day. But still, there are days I leave at 3, 3.05, 3.03. But, so we're probably not seeing them every day. No, but we but see them enough do, to yes. notice it. Correct. Yeah, no, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Especially coming from that distance. It's crazy. I, I know. That's we're why all you, going to the same place. Yeah. That's why you have to be careful that you don't have a run-in with somebody. That yeah. you don't know a stranger on the street I, because you're probably going to run into them I again. I thought the same thing when this happened to you. It's yeah. not going to be the last time you see this guy. Right. And that kind of sucks. I just have to be aware, Jerry. Yeah, unless you alter your schedule and show up five minutes earlier or five minutes later every day. Right. And you could. You could show up later. You do the work at home before you yeah. come in. You could definitely come in here at 430. You don't need to be here at 405. No. 
usually park out front anyway, so it's not that That's big correct. a deal. Yeah, but so. you, know, you know what the the thing with uh, you never know uh, traffic around, even in the middle of the night. Oh no, I know. Gets crazy. But even if you showed up at ten to five, you're fine. Hell, That's Mike Flegelman shows up at four fifty nine thirty when he's supposed to run the board at five o'clock. Yeah, so. one day we didn't think he was. <laughs> we were looking at each other like, doesn't the warm up show start in like a minute? <laughs> I know, studio's dark. Yeah, <laughs> there's no one here. <laughs> I had a. Uh, I went. I had dinner. I went out to dinner with uh, Gina's a couple of Gina's friends with. Okay. And uh, I decided to get scallops as a dinner. That seems like an odd choice. Yeah, you know, I don't Blah. know. I don't know what made me decide to get it, but scallops is nothing. Is nothing. No, it's I was really... starving when I was done. <laughs> Could you bring dinner now, please? <laughs> I know. But that's the problem I have with eating. And I know you'll say different, but I'm fat. You're not. When I eat shrimp for dinner, I'm like, all right, where's dinner now? Yeah, that's an like, appetizer. I, had, I got. I went out to dinner with the with my son on Friday night, just the two of us. And I got a shrimp wrap and I basically dissected it. And there were probably like eight pieces of shrimp in there. Decent size, nothing crazy, but they weren't tiny either. Eight pieces of shrimp. I ate all the shredded lettuce in it and everything. And it was good. And I had a baked potato with it. I was, I was so hungry when I left the restaurant. I'm like, what did I just spend $26 on? Like, come on. But I don't know if that's because we're used to eating so much food. You're not. So I don't, but it, but for me, anytime I eat any type of fish, it does nothing for me. Yeah. I'm with you. And that, because what's weird is like Gina ordered a steak. Okay. And she got a steak with fingerling potatoes. Mm, boy. Right? I got my scallops. You know what my side dish was for the scallops? A piece of broccoli. Butternut squash puree. Oh, it was God. like the little. That's like the, really. That's like eating nothing. It was really. like eating applesauce. Yes, that's nothing. So that did not feel like a meal to me. No, what they get you for uh, for that? Thirty two dollars. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Well, don't be cheap next time. Get the steak. Well, the steak wasn't really that much more. I should have got the steak, but oh. I was like, I got for whatever reason butternut squash sounded interesting. Yeah, but you got a butternut squash sauce. <laughs> yes, it was like sauce. <laughs> it's nothing. It is nothing. I will tell you, you bring up the steak Thursday night. Was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday night. Like, it's Friday night I went out. Thursday night, my wife, I told you off the air, my wife made um, these New York strip steaks. I had that with broccoli. And you're right. You eat that meat, felt great. I was full. I wasn't stuffed. Right. Wasn't hungry the rest of the night. I feel like I got a good, I mean, more than a cup. I probably ate too much broccoli. Fantastic. It was a good I, meal, right? Yeah. I was ready to have it for breakfast the next day. <laughs> there was none left. <laughs> I, I could eat though, like when you talk about things with protein, and you know we have talked we talked about this when we talked about like people going, oh, have oatmeal, it'll satisfy it you the whole no, day. It, it, your ass, it doesn't. Yeah, I make a five egg scrambled egg. Yeah, my stomach was growling <laughs> after I was done eating. I was like, okay, now where's the? That's the thing. Like people, where are the carbs? Right. I when know. people wanted to cut out carbs, it's. Yeah. It's hard to do. You will. You don't get full. I, I can eat a steak and eggs. If that's all I'm eating, I'm starving. I know. but and, and you pretty much do eat that way every day. And you just can control it. A lot of people can't control the hunger, you know, the, 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 the feeling but, of wanting more. But even like at my, for dinner, I'll always have a sweet potato, which is, that's. That helps. So that definitely helps. That yeah. makes a difference. Yeah, it probably does. I had a, a very bad incident with my dog I would like to share with you, Jerry. Okay. So I've had my dog three and a half years. Right. 
I hug up on my dog. You know what I mean, Jerry? I, I snuggle her. I get her in headlocks and yeah. kiss her face. I I do who's a good girl. I, I mean, I'm all in this dog's business at all times. Saturday, I took her for our uh, 4.30 a.m. walk. Oh, my God. And it was raining. So it yeah. was like kind of misting on and off. And we were staying at Gina's house, so when I brought her in, if it was my house, I don't care. But when I brought her in, I was like, yeah, I probably should dry her feet. So mm-hmm. Gina has fancy rugs. So she laid down on her bed just from coming in. She laid on her bed. I go, okay. So I, I get a paper towel, and I wipe her front paws. I go over the top of her, like lean across her to get to her back paw. She turned and bit my face. She bit she bit me in the lip. Really? I don't notice. Wow. Yeah, no, it did not leave a mark. I was I could not I thought I was actually tasting blood. Wow. She bit me. She she reached up and bit me. And in the reaching up process, you know that weird nail that dogs have on their arm? Yes, I do. It got caught on my shirt. So she was stuck to my shirt while trying to bite you? Trying to bite me more. So I'm holding her off because she looked like a psycho. She had a psycho look on her face. Yeah. And I unhooked her hook. And then she stopped and looked sad. So I don't know what. That's the thing about animals. Snapped. I I know. You just never know. Something inherently. Some defense mechanism. Yeah. And that's the thing about pit bulls that people get so crazy about. Yes. And I'm not a pit bull owner. I'm not a dog owner. But I could see why people are afraid of them. I'm yeah. sure they're unbelievable pets. But that one moment, if something like that happens, man, that adrenaline goes through them. Look out. Yeah. And you have no chance. No chance. And like I said, my, my dog looked ashamed after she did it. Just like she couldn't control it. Yeah. yeah. It was the same look I saw in her when she caught a squirrel. Okay. Where it was like instincts took over. Yeah. Squirrel. Yeah. Like the squirrel ran in front of her. She couldn't help herself, grabbed the squirrel, shook it to death, and then dropped it. Then it was like, okay, back to reality. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was weird. Yeah, that's scary too. Because I'm up in her face I... all the time. Yeah. You clearly bothered her by touching her paws. But but that's the other thing. Like at night when I'm petting her, I have touch her paws. I like I it, it's all things I've done before, which yeah. is but now that's in my head, and I know it just happened. For sure. But, like, how long will that be in my head? Like, is this uh, dog going to bite my might face? Might be a while. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of extreme. It was. It was like, a, a, you know, those cobras whoosh, yeah, where they, quick. S- they, snap, they mm-hmm. snap at you? Because the problem for you will be, or could have been, what if she didn't stop? Right. I mean, is she going to maul you in, on Gina's living room floor? Yeah. You know, I'm not saying she will. Or yeah, she would, but yeah, I also don't think that 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 greyhound could maul me like another dog could—a shepherd, mm-hmm. a Rottweiler, right. a pit bull, a big, a mastiff. I don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I do think I would be able to. At least I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't have severe bodily injuries. I could. I'd probably have bite marks For on sure. me and cuts, but I wouldn't have my face on the carpet. No, and my yeah, let's and my that. head on the couch, but yeah, I don't know. That's a, yeah, man. Forget about these animals; they're nuts. Scary stuff. Yeah, they're nuts and they're expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always I was always more afraid of cats okay. that have their that have claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because 
Those things are like... Pull your eyeballs out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're ninja-like. They're so fast. And I feel like I could hold off a dog. Like, I, if I could put my hand on a dog's mm-hmm. neck or chest. Good luck a with cat. A cat is so wiry. Very much so. Right? They're Very much so. And yeah. they're making those weird... And when they go nuts, they go nuts. Yeah. Like, when they start sprinting around the house, it's like, what in the hell is going on right now? There was also a part of me when that happened, I was like... All right, I can bring her back no, now because she attacked me, Jerry, <laughs> and I could use that as my story. Well, if you use that as your story, <laughs> I think twice they destroy them. Oh, no, that I couldn't do that. I believe that's true. Yeah. If you report two dog bites, I think by law they have, I think they have <laughs> Imagine to. me reporting my own dog. I would like to report this dog for attacking me. It bit me in the face. It bit me in the face. He Caught me right in the lip, Jerry. Quite frankly, it's the second time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the other time, but I'm pretty sure it happened. So I would take her away if I were yeah. you guys. I mean, good luck with that. That's yeah. scary stuff. That was very scary. Yep. But I got to tell you, by the next day, by Sunday, I was, I was mushing her in the face again. Right. Like, I don't learn so my you lesson. like that dog. I do. I love my dog. I know you don't like having a dog. I don't like dog, having like a dog. dog. I know. You I don't love like responsibility. The dog. Yes. I don't like responsibility. I'm aware. I want to only be responsible for myself. Yeah, well, that's your fault. You went and got the dog. Yes, I know. Man. Yep. That's why you never had kids. Yes. You got your one job. That's enough responsibility. Yeah, it's plenty. Jerry, that's plenty of responsibility. Day. Yeah, I know. I understand. All right, I get here. I come to work every day. I'm not a slacker. No, you're not. No, you're not. Thank You've you. You've kind of set up your life the way you want it. Yes. It's boring. Boring. Well, that's your choice, though. It doesn't yeah. have to be. And that has nothing to do with responsibility. Right. You could very much do a hell of a lot more than you do. Yeah, I could. Do you use a budgeting app? Budgeting app? No. I mean, neither, but I'm just thinking about it. Okay. I mean, I do I... I don't use an app. Yeah. Do How do you I budget? track everything? Yes. You do? Yes. And you'll say, like, you'll know what you spend in a month typically on grocery oh, sure. shopping? No, no, I don't go that far. Yeah. Um, we have two different checkbooks. One is for the house, and that's where a certain amount of money goes into that part, and Kim is responsible for certain bills. Every paycheck, something goes shop. in there? Well, every paycheck, that's where that paycheck goes to. Okay. So Kim gets my paycheck, pays a certain amount of bills, and she gets the money for the house. Do what you want with it. I don't care if you go to Home Depot or you go to Stop and Shop. Don't matter to me. Um, and then... The checks I get from Compass Media Networks and from Rutgers or from Learfield, from Rutgers, and any extra money I make go into another checking account where I have other things I pay for and then save money. So I look at the year. So usually I start in, I would say November, December, I lay out the year. So like right now, is it budget? I guess it's budgeted. Um, I just know every expense I have um, through December. And then I look at the previous year and look at, things that popped up and I try to subtract miscellaneous amounts of money so that I'm on target. Yeah. And I'm just trying to be close. How do you handle things like, um, I mean, it's a good problem to have, but I'm wondering like when people do budgets, how do you handle something? Like, let's say you got a, a bonus. Yeah. Like this was money you weren't expecting, but money you also can't expect to have in the future. Yeah. What do you do with that? Nothing. Do whatever you want with it. But normally what happens in life is as soon as you get that, something big happens. Yeah, that pretty you much. Then have to pay that's for pretty it. much the way that's gone for me my entire life. Doesn't it, don't you hear that all the time all the from time. people? All the time. People will say like, uh, I can't believe I uh, my transmission went and I just got a mm-hmm. bonus for blah, yeah. blah, blah. 
Yeah, it happens like literally gone. all the time. I mean, I you know, I I will tell you things were going quite well. I joined a country club and then uh, found out something could be along the way and then uh, not so good. Like, oh, there goes that fun money. <laughs> I feel terrible telling the boys this country club might be one year and out, but yeah. it might be because, you know, my life might change a little bit soon. I don't know. You know, that happens. Right. Happens all the time. Yeah. So you can plan as best you can, but you don't know from week to week, day to day, month to month. Who the hell knows what's going on? So Gina just started doing the budget. You told me the rocket, right? She no, did. she's oh, no, 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 no. quicken. Oh, quicken. All right. But now she's down to like, you know, she's got everything. Yeah, yeah. And I know, and she keeps telling me, she goes, oh, you should do this. I said, if I do this, I'm not going to want to spend money on anything. You don't have to do I it. don't want to do it. You, see, you're but, a single guy. And I have a lot. It's a lot in my head. You know what I mean? Like, I know what I'm, I'm not spending extravagantly at the grocery store. I know no. what I need. If you had a, If you were in the red every month, I would suggest doing it. I don't get the sense you're in the red every month. And I'm not picking on you. You have no responsibilities right. other than your dog and your mortgage. Um, you, you don't have to worry about paying tuition. You don't have kids. You don't. It's you. To yeah. me, I think you, you're fine. The thing that will annoy me is what I spend at restaurants. But that's on and, you. Right. But I'm saying if I start doing a budget thing like that. Then you won't do that, that anymore. Then I know I, you are. I know. Or you'll cut that out or cut it, cut back on it. Yeah. And it's really... the one thing you like doing and getting out of the house. Right. That's why I'm afraid to For sure. to do that. I always tell Kim because I mean, even like us, you know, that money comes out of the house checking account, checkbook, and I'll tell her like when I budget it, I bought, I will do it to, to keep the checkbook close to level. <laughs> it's never even, but close, yeah, close enough. Like you realize how much money we spend on food, whether it's Stop and Shop, Dearborn, Costco, pizza, or other takeout. It is astronomical. Right. And I'm like, you want to know? She goes, don't tell me. She goes, everything's good. I don't want to know how much we're spending on food. I'm like, and I said to her, I'm like, you realize how many times as well, either me or you go to Costco or stop and shop. And then we order food. We order out that night or go out to dinner. You just spent two seventy five at the supermarket. And then we went out to eat. Yeah, what because, are we doing? Because you don't have because you, you spent all your energy at the Costco. You don't want to come home and Correct. make food. <laughs> no one wants to cook. <laughs> We're ter- the two of us are terrible like that. We neither one of us want. I'm exhausted by the end of the day from getting up at two o'clock in the morning, and so is she. And she does cook most nights, but there's a lot of times she looks at me. She goes, "Can we please order?" I'm like, oh, "Whatever, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> it's fine by me." I remember my mom always kind of struggled like what to make because it seemed like it was like the yeah. same, especially when you're cooking for a family. Correct. It's like. There's only so many, so, like, so many ways to make chicken or beef. It's actually very funny you just brought yeah. that up because uh, was it Thursday, I want to say? I have a note in here that I put together meals. Oh, so you opened, you made a note on your phone with meal ideas. I did. So oh, that that's this nice. way I have, th- so this is what I came up with. Okay, I All like right? this. Uh, I came up with turkey tacos, you know, ground turkey tacos, which I love. Grilled chicken, boring, but okay. On the Pork list. chops, either grilled or fried. Usually grilled. Kim likes them grilled, which is good. Uh, chicken cutlets, which I put a little note once a month so that wouldn't stay in the rotation. That's like a treat. Uh, raviolis for the boys, me, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sausage and peppers over brown rice. Mm. I got turkey burgers. I got meatloaf, mostly ground turkey again. Pulled pork, which the kids love. Oh, it's a good one. Uh, and emergency is pasta. Now, that's 10 meals. We never 
we usually don't cook on for we order out Friday and usually go out Saturday. So those days are out. Sunday is like, especially during the winter, fun food sort of. So that doesn't count. You're talking about four nights a week we need food. I've got 10 or 11 things here. This should never be a question. Right. Of, and then you're not repeating until. If we go on this rotation. Yeah. And then there are other things that I'm I that I've thought of since that I didn't add to it, but that's funny you said I just did that last yeah. week. Yeah, because I remember my mom used to all the time like I don't know yeah. what to make. Yeah, I know. I I, I th- me too. And when when Kim used to work every day and not get home till five o'clock, I used to cook every day. And I'm like, oh my god, what now? And I would look in cookbooks. I'm like, oh no, we don't have those ingredients. I ain't going out. <laughs> right. So then it came to all right. Let me look in the freezer and see what we have, and then I'll make something from that. But, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah. You get bored of stuff. You so, do. so spoiled. And then how do, here's what I always wonder. Like, you were married young. 25, I got married. Or 25. Yeah. But you weren't on your own for a while. Before. I was never on my own. Yeah. So I wonder, like, if two people are coming together now or later in life. Yeah. How do they budget as a couple? If If the woman has a full-time job, the guy has a full-time job. Depends sh- on the couple. Yeah. It's a lot of people that keep separate accounts. Um, and never get a joint account. Yeah, because I would. I know it would annoy me if I was married and I felt money was being spent on something. Eh. Yeah. What well, we- I mean, in my case, I make 90 percent of the money. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty good with it. I don't, and that's because Kim's good with it. Kim is not. She doesn't come home with uh, new shoes every day. Or, yeah. She's she's easy in that way. Um. So it's never bothered me, but I mean. Yeah, like my money's her money, and what she makes is mine, and whatever. We don't really think about it. Yeah, never had. Even when the only time I ever thought about it, I told you, was when I was out of work, and her job paid for the bills. And I remember calling her if she minded if I used five dollars to go hit golf balls. <laughs> you had to call for permission. Wasn't my money. <laughs> I had nothing coming in. Remember, I I wasn't working, and I had no severance. I left here, and then the company I went and worked for went out of business. So I was up. Craps Creek without a paddle, and I had nothing. I think I was making. I was that. I was at one oh six three at the time. I think I was making two hundred fifty dollars a week. That was it. And I felt, you mind if I pick five dollars out of the checkbook? I'd like to hit golf balls. <laughs> I got nothing to do. It was so lonely. It was sad. Oh my god, yeah. And I wasn't out of work long, but it was it was depressing. Like waking up and had I had no money to go do anything, and nowhere to go. And I wasn't getting any calls or any interviews and didn't know who to contact. I was like. Yeah, and you could see that go. You could see how that could go on for a long time. Yes, unless you're a real go-getter. I think that's when I got the job from Don LaGreca at SportsPhone, and that really kind of kicked my career back into gear. That was fun. So, So you were working here. Yeah. And then you quit. I gave up my full-time status. I kept Friday night tape. Okay. But it was five hours. Right. At, I think, $10.75 an hour. And where did you go to work? What do you mean? Where did I've... That was in Queens. That was... No, I'm saying, where did you... Oh, you... so from... So I I left here as a full-timer to go work for a real, like, warehouse job that paid, like, 50 grand a year. Um, and I stayed Friday nights on tape... And then I got the job at 106.3 because the warehouse job, I could work either. They would let me do either 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. or 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I could stagger the hours. 
when I got the job at 106.3, they allowed me to do 11 to 7. That job went away within six months, which I was not prepared for. And I was making like 40 bucks a week here. 40, Al. Not 400. 40. Again, one shift a week. And I was making like 250 a week at the radio. I was making less than $300 a week. Wow. And then the writing was on the wall that 106.3 was on the way out. And then I got the job with Don. And then started making real money from him. That actually paid well. 106.3 went... They, got, they sold, and then I was out of that job. <laughs> but I never left fan. I was still working Friday nights at fan, and then I weaseled my way back in when, I think it was, was it when Joan Chin left to go work at Sirius? I got, I was just in the right place at the right time. I got the Mike and the Mad Dog board shift. When Sirius <clears throat> first launched, yeah, was there a thought that a lot of people were going there? Like, like at the radio station, was it a lot of competition to... There was a lot of conversation. I think it was XM at first. I don't think it was Sirius. Well, XM was in Was DC, in Washington, right? And then Sirius was in New York. Right, but, but you're the, right. They didn't start... XM or, started first. I think so. And they were going to have a studio in New York as well. Oh, yes. And there were people that were trying to get work. I remember I tried getting work on the alternative rock station on XM. And I had a... Ba- I don't, Dave Logan, does that, thing, yeah. that name sound right? Mm-hmm. I had a couple of emails back and forth because I was just fresh off of working at 106.3. And he see, I remember one email. It seemed like I was going to get a job. And then I never heard from him again. He just like stopped answering. Me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there people talked about it. Yeah. I, I remember it came up for sure. And then when Sirius really launched in New York, that's when people really started. And when Steve Cohen left. Yeah. That was a, bi- that was a big hit. Because they probably paid more per hour than FAN did, right? Yeah, they paid well. They did pay well. I and remember I went, in the beginning they did, yeah. They did. I went there in, I started working there in, I worked there from 02 to 04, I believe it was, or 03 to 05, I forget, something like, uh, I don't remember exactly. But I was at Sirius on, uh, I would work a shifter in the week, and then I worked the NFL, what Lepresti does. I did the Sunday drive um, for a while. It was a great job. They paid well. And Nick Pavlados was my boss. And I think he still is over there. He was phenomenal to work with. And uh, and Cohen was good, too. So, yeah. And then everything started coming together, slowly, piece by piece. Yeah. I tried so many times in the early 2000s mm-hmm. to get a job at Sirius. Like when uh, after Opie and Anthony got fired from WNEW. Yeah. And that, uh, the writing was on the walls. They say that that yep. was a disaster. I, and I went for so many interviews. I got nothing. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's it, it, And it fascinates me how people get jobs without knowing people just by going on an interview. I feel yeah. like that doesn't really exist. Right. But clearly it does. It just has never worked for me, although I've never been on many interviews. I tried at the Comedy Channel. I tried at the NFL Network. Wow. I tried at... I even tried at the Gay Channel. Out Q. Out Q. I remember, yeah, yeah. Because they were doing talk shows. Yep. I was like, I could do gay talk shows. I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I that's I mean, I do sports and I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> or watch it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, maybe they're looking for a straight guy at the gay yeah, channel. Why not? But never got those calls either. I remember walking in there the first time. And thinking, like, I, I was, we were still in Astoria. And while Fan was, it, it felt like an old school radio station. It just, it was old and it, and it was awesome. And Imus was still there and it was still had that aura about it. 
meaning Astoria did, uh, before we left and before we came here where everything was brand new, I walked into Sirius the first time. I'm like, holy crap, this place is unbelievable. Right there, Everything lobby was, when you got up to there. Yeah. Oh, my God. You felt like, I got the pass. Yeah. I'm going past the thing, and you go upstairs, and then the doors open. It's like, where am I? Like, this is wild. Yeah. It was cool. It really was cool. It was cool. It was a good experience. Have you ever written down, which I actually want to do. I haven't done it yet. Have you ever written down every career experience you've had? No. Since you know, since you got into broadcasting, I actually want to do that because even just like talking about it, I'm like, wow, 1063, serious. Like, there was a lot that's gone on before things really settled down by coming into this spot in the morning. Now, I know I still did Columbia, I know Compass came along, and I've done other things, but I was all over the place for a few years, even like the voiceover work I did for five years, yeah, you know, which was Cinesport. Like, I'd like to write it down and see what it looks like. That'd be a pretty good resume, I would think. Sure. I would think. I don't know. Now that you said that, it's so funny because I always say I never got hired at at Sirius, but I did get a job offer from XM. Oh, you did? That I turned down because it barely paid money to, and I would have to move to D.C. D.C., yeah, yeah, yeah. It was when the MLB baseball channel started, mm-hmm. and they were going to be doing... Uh, all talk shows, and it was the sh- the show that Rob Dibble was going to do because okay. Rob Dibble had just gone over there. Yeah, I forget who his co-host was going to be. I was going to produce that show. I think it paid f- forty grand. Okay, but I would have to move to DC, and yeah. it just wasn't. Yeah, it's good if you're there, there. I suppose. Yeah, I make it work, but there's a lot of expenses to move to a yeah. different city. After I had moved to New York from right. Tampa, you know what right. I mean. So you did get an offer. I did get an offer. I just remember yeah. that, but not at Serious. This is when they, right. they were two different companies. You could have worked with time. Evan Roberts. Yes, a young Evan Roberts who was at the MLB channel. Yeah, and then so he was on right. the Maxim channel. I remember Maxim had a channel. I do remember Evan on the Maxim channel? Yeah, that seems like an odd pairing, but yeah, <laughs> I'm very manly channel. Whatever. There are two guys that I remember walking in and th- really thinking this isn't going to work. And I worked with both of them overnight. I was anchoring. And that was Evan because I couldn't believe he was sitting there with a backwards hat and a T-shirt. And he looked like a 15-year-old kid. And he was young. But like, it, I'm like, he, this kid ain't taking this seriously. This is first night. This is how he comes to work. I'll never forget. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then I'll never forget when they gave Adam Shine a show. I'm like, whoa, sh- you're, my ears are bleeding with the way he was screaming and yelling. And it sounded like... Like, is that the guy I just had a conversation with in the newsroom? So nice and soft-spoken, yeah. and it sounded fake to me. I think they've done fine. <laughs> I think they've both done quite well, actually. Yeah, they're doing all right for themselves. I missed on those two. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, when I, with the time I went over and I, I met with Steve Cohen at the NFL yeah. channel on Sirius, yeah. and that was after WNEW had blown up and mm-hmm. I was looking for work and... I said, uh, I go, oh, you guys, there are rumors that you guys are going to be getting Opie and Anthony. He goes, no, Howard Stern. I remember walking out going, these people are crazy. <laughs> they think they're getting Howard Stern. This was, there was no yeah. thought of Howard Stern out there yet. Right. And I'm like, these lunatics think they're getting Howard Stern? Yeah. Who's lunatic now? That was unbelievable. That's how long now he's been there? Uh, he started January of 06. 18 years? Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. So he went there in 06. Imus got fired in 07. 
So the company lost Stern and Imus within like 14 months of one another? Stern, Imus, and ONA before that. Opium and before that. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah. I, I would have said Stern was like 2010. Yeah, it was wow. 06. Because that's when I started with uh, David Lee Roth. Oof. And free realize. FM. Oh, yeah, right. I should, that's right. Yeah. I should have realized that. Oh, yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the freaking warm-up show. That's what I'm talking oh, good. about. Let's talk about the Cowboys some more. Oh, uh. yeah. Oh. So. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Play fake, Jones rolls left, rolls left, wide open for the touchdown is Bellinger. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Yeah, all right, it's Monday. Eddie, what's up? Um, Al, go. But this day sucks. This sucks. This day sucks for you, Jay. I was just looking at uh, the NFL picks from uh, the the show from Friday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start uh, just every pick I take, I'm going to take the opposite goddamn pick because everything I do is wrong. Everything. Every one of you took the Cowboys. Every one of you took the Browns. What was that yesterday? Not sure. Can you please explain to me what in the hell that was yesterday? Got ugly early, Jerry. It was, uh, they didn't belong on the same field with the Packers. And that defense, fire Dan Quinn. I'm so I'm so sick of everything. Well, he's going to get a head coach. No, Jack. I don't know that he is after that crap performance that team put out there yesterday. You can, you can yell at Dak all you want, and he wasn't great yesterday for sure, despite the numbers, which are, uh, what do they call it? Uh, look better than it was. Let's yes. put it that way. Padded at the end there, yeah, Jerry. More than padded. That defense was trash yesterday. I mean, the, the Packers, they not only did they laugh in the Cowboys' faces, the Packers win the coin toss. In the year 2023, what does almost every single team do when they win the coin toss? You want the ball at the half instead. Yeah. The Packers said, no, you know what? We're going to take it and just jam it right down your throat and embarrass you. 12 plays, 75 yards. Eight minutes, and it was 7 nothing in a blink. And then on top of that, you can say what you want about the interceptions. No good. Darnell Savage makes it 27 nothing. probably turn out the lights. But 
The Cowboys come back and score. Yes, they only get a field goal, but they come back. They make a 27-10 first drive of the third quarter. And you're thinking, all right, how about this defense goes out and gets a stop? We got a ball game. No. Five plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Cowboys come back, score another touchdown, two-point conversion. You're within 16 or within 18 points. How about they get a stop and maybe we got a ball game? No. How about three plays in 75? You're right in your ass. I mean, un- that was awful. It was so awful yesterday if you're a Cowboy fan. And if you're a Packer fan or a Cowboy hater, enjoy it. Because that was that was about as bad a playoff game as I remember ever watching. Yeah, there were multiple times in that game where it felt like it was over even early. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, like you said, the Packers go down, score 7 nothing. Dak throws that pick that initially looks like it's returned for a touchdown. And then they score. Jair anyway. Alexander, yes. Even at fourteen nothing, it just felt like felt dead. Yeah, it felt like it was already the momentum was already completely in. And then, like you said, at the you know going into the half at twenty seven, what they go in at twenty seven? It was twenty seven seven. Twenty seven seven. Getting the ball to start the third quarter, and then getting a field goal instead of a touchdown because they looked good. They came out of the thing. They maybe they heard the Jimmy Johnson uh, speech on Fox, but they looked like. They reset. And it yeah. was like, okay, we're resetting. We're going to march right down the field. And they come away with a field goal instead of a touchdown. And then, like you said, Packers go right down. In five plays. Over. Like, Al, it was five plays and 75 yards in a blink. And it it was the 46-yard pass play to Romeo Dobbs that set it up. And can someone cover somebody? Like, honestly, for this, was Micah Parsons on the field yesterday? I, I, I. Oh, my God. I don't even know what that was. I really don't. And not only Mike McCarthy fired. Quit! How about this? Walk into his office this morning and say, my bad. You can't win 12 games three years in a row in the regular season and be this awful in the postseason and expect to keep your job. And he's been good in the regular season. But they looked so overmatched and outcoached yesterday by LaFleur. Come on. Oh, that was just, I mean. Well, everyone on Twitter did the oh. same jokes. Like, I opened up my Twitter this morning because everyone going, uh, oh, uh, Bill Belichick is getting the Cowboy. Oh, Bill Belichick. It was all Bill Belichick and the Cowboy jokes. Well, so here, all right, so here's the problem. Well, that and uh, Donald Trump. You're fired. You're oh, fired. Get out. You're fired, <laughs> which was funny. Um Here's the problem Mike McCarthy has in terms of keeping his job. Some years there's good candidates. Some years there's not. Some years you got to go younger. Well, you've got, forget Bill Belichick. Maybe he, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But if they decide to go in a different direction, and Jerry Jones was pissed and really sad, I thought, after the game. You've got Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, all out there. You're going to tell me they're not a better option than him? Would you take all of those guys? Yes, you would. 100%. Because here's why. Pete Carroll has a postseason success. Bill Belichick we know about. And Mike Vrabel, I believe in. I think he's a very good coach. But why? They were losing 48-16. to 48-16. Yeah. I thought the Dolphins embarrassed them. I'm mocking the Dolphins for that crap they put out there. They didn't want to be there on Saturday night. I'm mocking Joe Flacco's second half. And the Cowboys were worse. Worse. But why do, like, if a team has success in the regular season, right, whether that be the quarterback, Dak Prescott, or the head coach, Mike McCarthy, why do, and and I was seeing this stuff about Tua right after the game. Is Tua the future? Should the Dolphins move in a different direction? It's one game. 
that, and that's the problem well, with NFL playoffs versus baseball. So if you go in there and you have a seven-game series and you lose, you probably were the worst team. In football, sometimes just one day isn't your day. Except for the Cowboys, it's a repeated problem. It's not just one game. But is it is it's it not. just crazy statistics? Because what is the real difference between a playoff game and a regular season game? Just that the stakes are higher and that your season's over after the game. So you need to know if you've got the men in the locker room that have the, uh, what did the Chris Russo say, the juspa? The chutzpah. <laughs> the chutzpah. The chutzpah. Uh, you got to know if you guys got the the stones to go out there and get it done. I don't know. Like the one the one narrative that's out there, and I don't know that this is true or not. I, I, I guess it felt like that is the fact that the Cowboys got very tight when the, when the Packers went down the field and just like a warm knife through butter. We're like, oh, well, what is this? And maybe that's the case. I have no idea. All I know is is that's not the same team that I watched for almost 17 weeks this season. Right, but they had a, a week or two in there where they they played very poorly, right? Sure. Oh, absolutely. They had yeah. a couple of games they played poorly. So, but again, this is a repeated postseason problem for the Cowboys. This isn't like, so a few years ago, they were one and done with Mike McCarthy. Won 12 games, one and done. You know what? It happens. We, we got it. Okay, no problem. They won 12 games. Mike McCarthy's first year, a lot of progress. All good. The next year they win a game in Tampa. Mm, wasn't a good team. They win. Then they go out and they lose the next game. All right, well, you know, progress. They won a game. Then they go out and lay a, I mean, just a, they looked like crap. So to me, it's not one, it's really three years in a row. There were even people that were just dismissing that Bucks win last year because Tampa, uh, they weren't really very good. And that team was, was broken. This is three terrible endings in three straight seasons for this team. So for the Dolphins, you, I think you're right. You can make that case. I think for the Cowboys, this is something now uh, that they've done over and over and over again. The Dolphins, because why? Because it, it was only... Well, it's their first time. And what about also like the weather had to play yeah, a yeah. major factor? Now, I think there are them. other circumstances there. Like the Dolphins didn't finish the season well, so maybe it was trending in this direction. But what I'm saying is, to your point, it's the first time. Well, was it the first? Yeah, I guess it really is the first time they looked that bad, like in a playoff game like that, where they were non, they were really non-competitive. Aside from one pass play to Tyree Kill, what did they do? Like nothing. Um, for the Cowboys, it's three seasons in a row, and then you go back to all the, you know, you talk about not making rash decisions. Well, think about all the playoff losses they had with Jason Garrett. He didn't fire him. He kept looking at progress and looking at the way they played in the regular season was hoping that they would finally break through. They never did. The problem now is it's three years in a row with Mike McCarthy. It's the same script, and you've got outstanding choices out there that have won in the postseason. Now, McCarthy did too one time, but I can make the case, and there's a lot of football fans that will say he won one time with some people say the greatest quarterback we've ever seen in Aaron Rodgers. They won once. So, uh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> but just the, even this thought that there are people going, should the Cowboys stick with Dak Prescott? Well, there, how, are, there have been Dak haters forever. Knowing how, how desperate teams are for quarterbacks and we give Daniel Jones big money, you really you really don't want Dak Prescott on your team? I team? love That's Dak stupid. Prescott. I love Dak Prescott. And I think he's taken, and he even said he played awful yesterday. I thought... So the first interception, the Jair Alexander interception, and I'm not making excuses for him. It was what it was. I think I've killed them enough, so to be fair. I thought Alexander was holding Brandon Cooks. 
And I thought the ball was actually put in the right spot. He got away with, you know, a holding penalty, gets the interception, nice play, whatever. The Savage one was bad because he didn't see him. But other than that, and I know that's a big one because it made it 27-0, I thought Dak was let down by C.D. Lamb, who I don't know what the hell was going on with him yesterday. And the only guy that showed up, Michael Gallup showed up and Jake Ferguson showed up. Other than that, I mean, Brandon Cooks did next to nothing. C.D. Lamb looked like he didn't want to play. Um, Tony Pollard, I, can't, they don't run the ball. So they had no run game, and their best receiver was a complete no-show. And the hell with those stats. Those stats were garbage at the end. He did nothing. Yeah, I mean, that game was uh, 48-16 to 16 Oh, I know. in the fourth quarter. I'm aware. Yeah. Yep. Love to love to Dobbs. Another one. Uh, please, Because 48-32, while it looks bad, it looks like, yeah, hey, we put up 32 points and put up a fight. No, they didn't. Yeah, it was. It was I mean, was listen, not. they put up enough of a fight that after, I mean, and who was that stiff? That came in to play quarterback after uh, after not Julian after Jordan Love played whoever their backup is. I'm like, then this is, Clifford was his last time I think. I'm like, this is embarrassing. Clifford. But then after they went three and out and the Cowboys scored, Lafleur was like, all right, enough of this. Guys, back in the game. But uh, whatever. It was funny to see uh, a couple different backup quarterbacks in games because the team was get was blow, like uh, the Texans had had a backup quarterback in at one point. Yeah, yeah, because they and that's another thing. No more with this experience versus a ro- shut up with that. It doesn't matter anymore. CJ Stroud is 19 years old and he's out there beating 45 year old Joe Flacco, who's won a Super Bowl and a million playoff games. Yeah, that went well in the second half. Oh, come on. All right, you're right. Well, that's what they say is the oh well, they don't have uh, playoff experience. Doesn't matter. But that's what I'm saying about this: the Cowboys' losses in the playoffs. You know how like when you go to roulette, Jerry, and you look up and like 15 Reds have come out in a row, and you go, I should play black. Sure. This is what I do. Yeah. But really, statistically, it's got the same chance of coming out red as it does black. Even though it's come out red a hundred times, one has n- one red has nothing to do with the other red coming out. So then you, all right. So, so I'm you, saying these Cowboy losses in the playoffs, one has nothing to do with the other. They're no, been completely different teams. 100%. There's no, there's no question about that. It's, it's like the Jets. If you think about, like, the Jets have had, every, every time a Jet fan will be like, you know, well, I've been watching this for 50 years. It's never going to change. And I would always sit there, especially when I covered them. I'm like, guys, these kids they just drafted don't even know what the Jets are. So it's going to be different. And yet every year it's the same goddamn thing. Explain to me then why, and some people will say, Jerry Jones made a deal with the devil back in the 90s. <laughs> They're just stuck in a hell right now. Yeah. Um, then why is it that this unbelievable franchise has not been in an – they haven't been in an NSC championship game. I think it's the longest drought except for Washington, and there's one other team. I forget who. Like, every other team, the Jets have been in the championship games. Must be Detroit. Yeah, all right, it's Detroit. Detroit and Washington, I think. Like, they just, every single year, they falter in the postseason. They've got good talent. They've got good players. It doesn't matter. Tony Romo, Dak Prescott, doesn't matter. I it, I'd be thrilled to have a great season and get there every year. So many teams are so yeah, bad. Here's what it feels like. You're right. It's as if, you know, you talk about the baseball season being too long. It feels like the 17 weeks is all for nothing. It, it feels like the Yankees for the last 15 years. Fantastic regular season and then out in the postseason. Like, that's not what you sign up for. And it's almost as if when you win this many games every year, it, it's like you're just waiting for the postseason, and then you get there, and, you, and you're done. And that's it. See ya. Get out. 
Oh. Hmm. Oh. I don't know why these things still bother me. I really don't. I thought I was past this. I, <laughs> you are not, Jerry. No, I'm not. And I, hmm. I think if they would have lost next week to Detroit, because Detroit could have beaten them the last time they played a few weeks ago. I'm not going to say it's better because you've got, you still would fall short of the NFC championship game, but at least you kind of, I don't know, you won 12 games, you won a playoff game, and you lost to a really good Lions team. The Packers are fine. Jordan Love played outstanding yesterday. They are not 48-16 better than the Cowboys. I mean, why does he always throw off his back foot? It looks so know. weird. I, I don't know. I have no idea. It works, though. It works. It looks kind of cool and casual, I'll tell you that. He's got a hell of an arm. He does. And how about the Packers? Favre, Rodgers, Love. And you know what they both have in common, Rodgers and Love? They sat there and watched for a couple of years. And then a little growing pains in the early part of the season, and now he looks like they got themselves another another franchise he quarterback. Does. He was outstanding. They look so well prepared for that game, it made me sick. God, that first drive was a thing of beauty. It Eight, was. Seven minutes and 52 seconds. And I know on the second play of the game, I think it was the second play of the game. I'd have, I'm trying to think back. I didn't write it down. But the second play of the game, which was like a second and eight or something, and the Cowboys had them stopped for a loss. There was a penalty on the Cowboys. Gave them an auto. I think it was holding on the defense. Might have been on Deron Bland. Automatic first down. And he's right. Oh, God. I think Jordan Love got himself some good karma prior to the game because I was reading a story uh, prior to the game that I guess the day before he had uh, helped out a college student who her car got stuck in the snow and he first drove past her like you yeah <laughs> then he circled back and went and tried to help her push her car out of the snow good great I bet you he drove by and then he was like you know what I could use some good playoff karma or he felt I bad better for circle her. back. Or he felt bad for her. Or was a girl and not a guy. Right. That's a big part of it, too. Kind of like when, uh, who was it that helped out with the charity? Uh, Mike Vrabel. Her. That's right. And we so said, you, let me guess, hot chick. And you looked her up. Yep, hot chick. Hot chick. Kind of the way that goes. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll take a break. When we come back, we can talk about uh, the Lions. I actually feel pretty good for the Lions and their fans yes. with their win over uh, Matthew Stafford and the Rams. First, Al has something to tell you. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 25 after 5. We've got two more games coming up today with the Steelers and the Bills, and you got the Eagles and the Bucks. But there was a hell of a game last night played in Detroit where I got a – I pulled the audio. Dan Campbell in the locker room was phenomenal with his team. Um, and there's the one line at the end. And, again, I just recorded it, so hopefully at 6.30 I'll have it, if not 7.30, where he's like uh, – he gave game balls to the GM – and he goes, and you're good enough in Detroit, or for Detroit, Jared Goff taking a shot at the Rams. Nice. He got rid of him because I guess he wasn't good enough there. And uh, that, good for them, man. Love it. 
I love it. A couple cool things about that game. No turnovers in that game, which was interesting. And then the Rams did what teams do when you lose. You kick field goals instead of uh, scoring in the red zone. Correct. That's the problem. But in fairness, they got to within one and had op- had the ball. Like, yeah. You know, you're in the NFL in this day and age, if you get the ball to the 38-yard line, you feel like pretty good chance you're going to make that field goal. And Detroit's defense did the job, and then the Rams couldn't get the ball back at the end. So you're right, but they had opportunities. We talked a lot about weather this weekend. You know, you had the the Bills game being moved to today because of weather. We had, of course, the Dolphins-Chiefs game weather. It was – I kind of felt like these two teams should have been playing indoors. Like, I didn't mind the Oh, the Rams and the Lions? Well, that's what they are. I didn't mind the indoor game. I got to tell you, I have kind of, I don't know that I've completely flipped. I don't like these. These these games are bad. Like, that game in Kansas City the other night was not a good football. Like, I bought that. I I got Peacock Network to watch it. And I'm sitting there. I'm falling asleep in the third quarter. Matthew, like, shoved me. I'm like, this sucks. It's not a good game. The Dolphins don't want to play in this. The Chiefs aren't that good. The game is sloppy. And then I'm all for snow games, but that weather in Buffalo was insane yesterday. So I understand why they moved it. If you get another one of these games today where it's minus five, they're saying it's going to be ridiculous. Minus five degrees, and it might even snow again at game time. I don't know, the games aren't good. I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's looks a, cool. Yeah, it looks cool. It's definitely a different element, but it's not crisp football. No, like, it's not. Like you saw going on last night, which looked pretty good indoors. I agree. So you did get the Peacock Network. I was able to take, you know, I have uh, the NFL Plus subscription. As I do. Which gives you every game of every game in your in your market and every primetime game. And it includes the playoffs. Right. Even the Peacock game was on this NFL Plus, but they only allow you to watch on your iPad and your phone. Mm-hmm. But I got a... Um, and. and People go, oh, just do a screen mirroring onto your TV. But they blocked that. They blocked that. But I was able to get an adapter for iPad to HDMI. It worked. It did work. I plugged it into my TV. So what the hell I get the Peacock Network for? I don't know. I should have got that. It did work for me, though, so I was happy about that. So going forward, although you have actual... You know, TV, television. I do. So that you know, you're out of that. I mean, I'll keep the Peacock Network through March because they do have a lot of um, Big Ten basketball games. So it is, and they do have live all the Law and Orders, which I love that series. But in the last, and I know it went away for a few years, a couple of years prior, and since it's come back, I really haven't watched much. So I will probably try and binge watch that. So they do have some good stuff. Tons of wrestling. Tons oh yeah, a of lot wrestling. of wrestling. More than I thought. Um, so that, not that I want to watch that, but I know you would be interested. So I'll keep it for a few months, but then that's that's going to be it. Do you think uh, Andy Reid's frozen mustache, <laughs> was that snot? It had to have had been. Had to be, right? I would think so, yeah. But no one would say it on the broadcast. They'd be like, Andy Reid's frozen mustache. No. Jason who Jason Garrett, who I thought did a very good job as an analyst, maybe he didn't want to go there. I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. Because it wasn't just moisture. No, like, it, it had like to be a... snot that ran out of his nose and just... <laughs> right. And just froze right on his I, mustache. I would think that's what it was. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm not sure. You have to ask him. You, 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 I wonder if anyone asked him game. was that snot frozen on your mustache? I got to tell you, they won the game so easily. I'm sure he was in a jovial mood. It's possible he was asked that. I will try. I will listen back. How about Andy Reid went with a baseball cap instead of a winter hat? Yeah, he's a man. What the hell? Because he's a man. He... 
Mike McDaniel, aside from when he got fired up at the end of the game, and I can't remember why. Eddie, why was he so pissed off at the end? Do you remember that one play? Was it a penalty, or were you checked out at Eddie that point? Eddie didn't watch checked it out. all. You didn't watch the game? No. As a Dolphin fan, he didn't okay. have Peacock, and when he saw they lost, lost interest. All right. Um, <laughs> it's at the end, in the fourth quarter, and the game was already decided. I don't. I, fig- I think it was a penalty. I forget what it was, but he lost his mind for a brief moment. Other than that, he looked like his players. I mean, you could barely see his eyes. He looked like he didn't want to be there. Andy Reid's out there. I felt like he was going to be in a tank top. Very poor tackling going on by oh, the Dolphins. It was, it was really it was a bad scene. And Tua looked terrible. Tyreek Hill, aside from that one drive where he made the one big catch and it did, I don't know, was even out there. I mean, it was a, it was a bad night for them. What do you think of that situation that happened with uh, Patrick Mahomes' helmet, where a, it cracked? His helmet I, cracked because of the cold, and a chunk fell off. And they, he played a couple more plays before they decided that his equipment was damaged. But they didn't make the Chiefs call a timeout. Or maybe that's what it was. That might have been why Mike McDaniel lost his yeah, mind. They Could didn't, have been when with equipment. If there's an equipment problem, either you have to take a timeout. Yep. Or the player has to go out for at least a play, and neither happened for Patrick Mahomes. So a couple things. Number one, I was surprised that the officials let him continue to play with the chip. I mean, it was a big piece of the they helmet said they that didn't came off. See it, which I don't. But know But they how did that's because possible. they showed a replay where the one official looked at it, <laughs> and they let him continue for a couple of plays. So that surprised me. And then the fact that they didn't make him get off the field or use a timeout was, I thought, unfair too. Then when he was uh, on the sideline because the Dolphins had the ball. And you, he just could not I know. get the fit right with the new helmet. I he know. looked so annoyed. Like, it just it was, didn't feel the same. I have a question. When they put the helmets on those racks, yeah. those have to be heaters, right? They are. I was going to say, there's no way. Because that helmet would be frozen yeah. if it was sitting there. Yeah, though they are heated. They must be like, good, let's get off the field. We go sit in the heat. <laughs> Correct. Those sidelines are not bad. No, they got no, they up. got they got heaters. They got the heated seats. The heat, I guess those things are heated for the helmets. It's probably where they want to be. I can't get over. I really can't. I love the NFL. You know I do. I I do like going to games. But anything sub 45 degrees, I ain't sitting there for four hours. No. These people were out there literally for four hours in minus, like, what are we doing? Yeah, I'm I'm not understanding human beings. That is unbelievable. And then then they're showing pictures of guys that aren't wearing shirts. Yeah, shirtless dudes. What? That tequila, like what? What does that? Uh, so it's something that Jerry alcohol warms your blood and keeps the blood flowing you nice and warm. Be drinking a lot of alcohol then for four hours. Yes, they're drinking a lot of alcohol. Now I do think it's cool. We already have well, we have uh, Packers Niners is set for Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, that's Saturday night. I thought Saturday, it was Sunday night. It's Saturday night. Okay. Saturday night. I hope I wrote that down correctly. And then the Lions will play the winner of tonight's Bucks Eagles game in Detroit. Nice. Do you think? I think it's going to be Packers Niners. I mean uh, Niners Lions. Niners Lions. I do. I think you're going to get the matchup everybody actually was hoping for. Do you what? Which matchup do you think will get in Detroit next week? Uh, I actually have a weird. <laughs> I'm 0 for four, so <laughs> what I say doesn't mean crap. I actually think the Eagles are going to play well tonight. I really do. I AJ Brown's been a quite a distraction at least publicly outside looking in I don't know what it's like inside that locker room but I almost feel like they can take a deep breath that he's not there and they don't have to worry about pissing him off 
I don't know why. I oddly feel like the Eagles might play. You know, they still have DeAndre Swift. They still have Devontae Smith. They still have Julio Jones. They still have Dallas Goddard. They still have, I don't know if Jalen Hurts is 100% healthy with the finger, but he's still a dynamic player. I don't know. I, I don't think much of the Bucs. I, I feel like Philly's got a chance to win this game. And we get something different. Not a freezing game tonight. That is true. A game, nice, nice game in Tampa. Although you would have said that if this game yesterday was outside in Dallas and it was 12 degrees yesterday in Dallas. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no, I did not see that. Did you, did you watch is, the game or I just did. watch it? The, because they made a big deal about that in the beginning. It was the high in Arlington was 23 degrees yesterday, and it felt like, I want to say they felt like it was 4 degrees, and it snowed after the game. Why do I always think Texas is like uh, California and Florida? I just feel like Texas is always hot. Well, it is rare that, well, no, the winter can still be chilly. I mean, you remember the week we were there yeah. for the Super Bowl. And I think by Thursday, it's going to be 60 degrees. So it's a very quick Arctic blast they're getting. But yeah, it was freezing there yesterday. And today, too, I believe. We're getting an Arctic blast. I, I was looking for this weekend, Jerry. It's like in the teens. Yeah, the difference is our Arctic blast might last for a month or two. Theirs lasts for three days. Three days, right. Yeah. They get a nice Arctic blast Correct. in and out. Yeah, correct. Hmm. And as, like I said, it was snowing last night. Yeah. Uh, when the game ended, people were leaving, and there was snow on the ground. I did see people leaving early because they were getting I'm surprised killed. people came back after the half. <laughs> yeah. 20, well, it was 27-7, I right? Know what it, was. it was 27 nothing though, at yeah. one point. Yeah. And those tickets weren't cheap. That This is the thing about that versus paying for concert tickets. You know you're going to get a pretty good concert. That's no, not true. I've walked out on terrible concerts. That's true. You that went to see Bob true. Dylan once. Bob Dylan, I wanted my money back. The Dave Matthews band pissed me off. I mean... And Bruce Springsteen, you didn't Bruce like. Bruce Springsteen, too long, in the rain. Ugh. That's not true. Great. I take a point. I take it back. The difference is um, people travel... Well, I mean, there are people that follow bands around, but I feel like people travel more for sporting events than they do concerts because the concerts always come to you. Right. You want to see a Cowboy game in Dallas, you got to go to Dallas. You do have to go there. I mean, you could see them play the Giants, I guess, but it's not the same to get the experience. Um, And it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to just lay an egg and just look like crap for three hours. Yeah, and that's the funny thing like with social media, right? So you'll see friends of yours. There's a group of them in their cowboy jerseys yeah. at a bar pregame. And you're seeing this, you're seeing their posts after the game's over. And you're like, Oh no, like <laughs> they had gone so well up to that point. They Tell were about it. excited. They were I in know. their jerseys. They yeah. were having beverages. Yep. They were eating steaks. Mm-hmm. They were living it up. And then they were vomiting afterwards. And so quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, dude, I know. <laughs> God. Man, there are a lot of cowboy haters out there, Jerry. Yes, and that's fine. But for a team that we say hasn't won a lot of playoff games over the years. No, they've lost a lot. Why do they still hate the Cowboys then? Oh, because the Cowboys, the team, remember in the 90s, the Cowboys were the crap, as they say. And so there was a lot of, and also the fact, idiots like me that grew up here that are Cowboy fans. There's a lot of us. So the Giant and the Jet fan can't stand it. That's fine. Mostly the Giants. Um, yeah, I just think New York fans really don't like it. And, you know, there's a lot of Dolphin fans around here, too. There's a lot of Packer fans. Patriot fans started showing up out of the woodwork oh, yeah. because the team wins. Steelers fans. Absolutely. So it's not unique to the Cowboy fan, but there's a an arrogance, I would say. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm that way, but there are a lot of Cowboy fans that are. I understand. I there's get it. There's a cockiness to it. Like your guy, Connor, texted me last night. Are you calling out tomorrow? Dude, I'm not nine. No, I'm not calling out tomorrow. Who cares? 
call out. It's like going to school. You're going to call out six. You don't have to get humiliated by your friends. Yes. No, I think I'm good. And that did happen to me, by the way. Oh, yeah, in school. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because everybody's like, oh, you're, of course you're a Cowboy fan. When I grew up, I saw I, my first memory is Dwight Clark catching the touchdown pass and them losing that championship game. And then in 83, they lost the championship game. And then in 84, they lost in the playoffs. And then in 85, the Bears beat them 44-0 in the regular season, and they were crappy in the playoffs. In 86, they weren't very good. 87, awful, 7-9. and nine. 88, I think they won five games, and then 89 came. And that was my freshman year of high school. I'm wearing my Cowboy stuff, and they're 1-15. And they were bad looking, and they, were, they looked even worse. And then 90 was better, but not great. 91 was when they turned the corner. My point is... The whole of the 80s, mid-80s to like 90 were terrible. And that was like my, think about it. That's when I was like 12 to 16. I didn't exactly grow up seeing all these Super Bowls. That was before me. I didn't see any of them. And then the 90s came. And then since then, it's been crap. Yeah, the best is when your team is good when you're like a junior and senior in high school. Sure. Well, That's I, awesome. I did get that. 92, I did get. So... Well, no, not really, because I graduated in 92. 91, 92, yeah. I I just missed that to where I could have walked in Cowboys Super Bowl champions. I had just graduated. Like, I had just started my senior year of high school when the Mets 86. Oh, that's cool. That was awesome. That is pretty good. I was 12. Because they were terrible for many years. Yes, they were, no doubt. All right, quick break. When we come back, we got more to get to. It's going to be a very busy football Monday. Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. I have a question for you about uh, human nature. Now, we always talk about this. That's why I'm going to bring it to your attention. I know the answer you're going to give me. When you're injured, you want your team to win still, correct? You're still fighting for those guys. What do you think is going through Deshaun Watson's mind as he's watching that mess in the second half? Um, He's got to feel relieved, no? Yeah, he's got to be like, you guys need me. Get like, this old man Flacco out of here. Like if Flacco went out there and did what I actually thought he was going to do and they won that game and they were heading to Baltimore this week, man, I, that would have been – because it's been tough, I would think, for him the last several weeks with the for way sure. Flacco played. And I actually thought of you when they were showing him on the sideline when the game was in hand and Houston was going to win, and I'm thinking, he's got to be in his own mind saying, thank God. <laughs> he's going around the sideline high-fiving everybody. <laughs> I'm back. Right, the Texans, by the way. <laughs> His so old does he, teammates. Does he come back next season? He's ready to oh, go? Oh, yeah. He's got a... Oh. I don't know what the injury... I don't remember what the injury is, but his contract is 100% guaranteed for the life of it. Well, that's a nice slam dunk for him, then. Yes. He's be, you're right. He's walking around. He'll he'll be enjoying his summer, Jerry. He'll be like, I'm back. Yes, absolutely. No old man Flacco looking you, over my shoulder. You saw what happened in Houston. You need me. Exactly. Yep. Now... The Steelers-Bills game is happening today at 4.30, yeah. which is very strange. It'll be very, it'll, It's going to feel very weird to have an NFL game on a 4.30 on a Monday. I think for us, because we're working, but I yeah. think for everybody else, it's like going to feel like a, every, the whole world is off today except us. What? Everybody's off today. Now, I don't, why we come in, I don't know, but we're here. Everyone else is home. Playoff football is happening, Jerry. Well, there was playoff football yesterday. Why didn't we do a special show? That's a good point. Okay. Um, would you have you're if you were a Bills fan, Jerry? Would you have grabbed a shovel and headed to the stadium no. for twenty dollars an hour I to shovel not. snow? No, not not even to go down that slide as they showed. I would. Yeah, not. you would not have done that. No, absolutely not. Where do they? This is a real question. 
I know on the field when they when they're getting rid of the snow, they shovel it to the side and mm-hmm. you'll see big piles. Where are they putting the snow in the stands? I don't know. Like I grab a shovel, Jerry. I go up to section three fourteen. I'm doing what with all I, the snow? I have no idea. That's what in the in the lower level. That's what the slide was for. They were putting the snow on the slide and shooting it down. Mm. But and that's I've been there. I got to do a game there once. I guess in 2017. That is a old tight stadium. There is not a lot of room around that field, so they must have to pack it in and pack it high. I don't. I don't know. It's great. Maybe throw it over the over the side. I don't know. They probably put it in like uh, dump trucks and just haul it out. Okay. No, but I'm saying like you're if saying you're the in, upper level, if you're in, or any level, if you're in like section two ten, only two levels in Buffalo. It's only two levels. Two levels, yeah. It would be cool for social media pictures. Here I am with my shovel. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of them out there. Like a nice Instagram story where I'm arriving, I'm leaving with my shovel, I get there with my shovel, I start to use the shovel. I'm eating the food I'm getting. I'm collecting my $20 an hour. How about actually shoveling? <laughs> I mean, That's I, the I part get... that sucks. Right, exactly. You want it for the show. Yeah. <laughs> there are people there that actually want to shovel the snow out so they can play a game. Yeah. And fans can get there. So how are fans getting there how, today? How about what the parking lot looks like? <laughs> exactly. Where does that snow go? Where are all these people? I know that there was a travel ban, which is yes. why they weren't allowed to shovel out the stadium or to even have the game. The video and the images was insane. Because at first I thought, like, the NFL is really doing us a disservice by not allowing us to watch this game on Well, television. I don't even think it was the NFL. I think I think Kathy, Kathy Hochul canceled yeah. the game. I think New York, like New York State were the ones that stepped in and said, uh-uh. Did you see the, the Bills did put out a video of what was going on in the stadium at game time? The, yeah, they showed. Uh, you couldn't see the field. You can't play in those nuts. conditions. And to ask people to actually get in their car and yeah, that's really stupid to be quite honest. But also, it would be stupid to bring it to another location. I'm glad. Oh, they're I gonna, agree. And you're telling me you were looking at weather reports. It's going to be snowing today there according during to, the game. According think? to AccuWeather, eighty percent chance of snow at four, five, and six with twenty-five mile an hour winds. The temperature will be nineteen degrees, but it's going to feel like minus four. Yeah. Are they going to drag out the NFL Today crew and make them... Uh, I think they'll be in studio in New York, because if not, Boomer won't be here. But you think Boomer has to go in today and do an yeah. NFL Today? Yeah, they oh, supposed to do it yesterday. They got to do it today at 4 o'clock. Oh, man. Or 3.30. I don't know how long it is. I don't know if it's 3.30 to 4.30 or 4 to 4.30 for the one game. I don't know. Yeah, I think they do just a half hour when it's one game. I would think so. I would think so. Hmm. But yes, no, he'll be... He's going to have to work today. So that game will be over at 7.30-ish. Ish, Yeah. He'll be done at 8.15, I Let would me think. ask you this, Jerry. At 7 o'clock tonight, yeah. is that game still in hanging in no, the balance? No, I don't think so. Really? I, I don't. You think the Bills, no problem? I mean, I think the weather does equalize things. The Steelers do have a very good run game. If, J, if TJ Watt was playing, I'd feel better about it. And I know it's more than him. But, boy, you take him off the field, that might be taking the best player on the field off the field. I mean, he's got to be the best player for the Steelers. And you'd think, and Mason Rudolph, all he's going to do is hand the ball off. I don't know. I It is going to be a hand the ball off kind of a game I just today. don't see Pittsburgh keeping it. But then again, I also went 0 for 4 this weekend. So what in the hell do I know? So you know what? Bet the Steelers. I hope the Steelers, I hope the Bills wear their white uniforms at home. Why? So we can't see them? <laughs> so what we could see, like, the Steelers in black in the snow. That's cool. Okay. Will you actually watch this game? Yes. Well, I you set remember an alarm. that the game's on. I just set an alarm I'm on my setting phone. Setting an alarm to watch an NFL playoff game. 
Do you think anyone in Buffalo will throw a frozen marital aid at the Steelers when they if they make it into the I end? I don't. No. You think that was just the Tom Brady I Patriots was, thing? I was. No one cares about Mason Rudolph enough. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that was a Tom Brady thing. Yeah, I do. It, and it's amazing too. I told you what the temperature is going to be. There's going to be snow, and that place will be packed. Oh yeah. And we'll see all the lunatics in the parking lot diving off snow mountains well, onto you, tables on fire. So when I put NFL Network on on Saturday morning, they had um, they had a camera out there at eight a.m. on Saturday morning, which is seven a.m. I think in Kansas City. Like the parking lot had people tailgating already. It was minus five. <laughs> Like, don't you have something else to do for a few hours? They don't. I mean, I'm all for a tailgate. I think it's a blast, but not that long. It's kind of like these college football cities. Like, the tailgates, they they bring these campers in for four days for a three-hour football game. Well, the thing that really blew my mind, I went to the Rutgers uh, football. I went to a Rutgers football game, and I get to the parking lot, and and the the person taking the money goes... uh, are you going to the game or just tailgating? <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's a big party. People are just tailgating here and then leaving? There are some people that go there just to party and drink, and they put the game on TV, and they put their chairs out on a nice day, and they just chill out. Yeah, and weirdos. it wasn't a nice day. It was a terrible yeah, weather, it was a right? terrible weather. But they, yeah. bought, but they paid for their parking yeah. already, and that's, yep. that's their routine. That's what they're going to do. And again, I love a good tailgate, but not for that long. No. A couple hours is perfect. You start doing seven, eight hours. I mean, get a life. Come on. Right, when they go, I can't believe they're not opening the parking lots until 10. <laughs> like, it's a 4 o'clock game. <laughs> Tell me about Lunatics. it. Lunatics. I know. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Uh, right now, Amy Lawrence, Odyssey Sportsman, and thankfully not on the crappy Cowboys, but instead on the surging Lions. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Well, thankfully, this hour is almost over. What else, Al? It's kind of weird seeing the Cleveland Browns with super clean uniforms playing in Houston. Like, it just looked, it didn't look like Browns football, Jerry. I got a bad vibe. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.